Hello, I'm Tim Harris. This is Julie Harris, and this is Real Estate Coaching Radio. That's right. So make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you won't miss any future episodes. Thanks again for popping by. Hit that like button, and don't forget to leave your comments and questions so we can get right back with you. We will. Thank you for continuing to make our podcast, Real Estate Coaching Radio, the number one listened to podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. And let us know what you think about this video. Leave your comments below. Thank you. Welcome back. This is day two of our fresh podcast for 2024. And listeners, don't worry. I'm not going to keep on counting down throughout the year. (laughs) (laughs) No, but this is the second official podcast of 2024. And this is the second official podcast that's celebrating the best year ever for you. This is going to be your best year ever, not just for your business, but also for your personal life. Approach the new year with that mindset. Yes, everyone's carrying a bit of baggage into the year. That's okay. Maybe what will make this the best year ever is getting rid of that baggage. Maybe what will make this the best year ever is finally accepting the fact and being in alignment with your highest and truest purpose on this planet, which is being of service to others. And when you are embracing that reality, what then naturally follows is your urgency to want to learn how to actually, you know, be very proficient at selling real estate so people will choose to have you as their real estate practitioner, thus allowing you to be in alignment with your highest and truest purpose, which is being of service to others. So I'm hoping that resonates with at least some of you Hopefully. because that is uh, frankly very true. Now, our way of being service to all of you is we have committed, as we announced yesterday, that we're going to be doing, oh boy, I'm even <laughs> hoping to say it. Not two, intimidating at all. 250 meetups throughout the United States and um, I'd say part of Europe, maybe even Central America, because we're getting people interested. In Canada. Right. Now, these meetups are hosted by you, and they're essentially fortified by uh, us. So what we're going to be doing is helping you establish a local meetup, which is, you know, you can, and there's different formats that you can um, run your meetups. Frankly, if I were doing one, I would just do it super casual, people meeting at a restaurant or a bar or something like that. A networking event, basically. A networking event. Yeah, well, and what's in common with amongst all of you, you're going to be Tim and Julie Harris podcast fans. So you're going to know each other. You'll at least have that in common. You obviously, I'd say 99% of our listeners are licensees. We do have a lot of small business owners that listen as well. But yeah, so you're going to meet up. And here's the opportunity you're going to have. And I would do this urgently if I were you. You want to be the host for your local event. Now, when you go to, uh, scroll down and you click the link below and you're, you know, for the events, you're going to see that there's a list of 50 events that we've already set up. If your local market isn't one of the uh, locations that's already been established, propose the event. And I've authorized the folks that are helping us put all these events on to go ahead and approve anybody that proposes an event. So I don't. I think it's great if we end up doing events at major cities, which is what we have set up already. But then we do some at you know maybe some country rural areas that no one's ever heard of before. That's wonderful too. Bottom line being, you as the host will be the center of attention. You will be the star of the show. You will be the person that is the local glue. So maybe you just keep these informal and casual. And it's something that forms a long-term great, uh, you know, friendship circle for you. That becomes a, an expansion of your natural, you know, professional centers of influence and past clients. But what I suspect will happen with a lot of you is the events will go fantastic. You then will be able to expand more people when I attend. And then all of a sudden you find yourself creating a larger and larger group of professional agents. And you've established yourself as being the go-to of somebody that's really looking to contribute to the community and help fellow practitioners. This is the perfect time of year to start this. Um, you know, there's a lot of people looking for, to reconnect with real estate and, uh, we're in 
strongly encouraging all of you to at least attend. But for the bold amongst you, which is hopefully most of you, do consider hosting the event. The link to do so is down below. We're, um, and by below, I mean it's in the show description. You'll see it right there at the top of, of the show description from today. And just click the link. You'll be taken to the events page and go from there. Be excited and motivated. We're doing everything in our power to keep you focused. And hopefully these events are going to be a unabashed, is that right? Unabashed success. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Which you then will carry that momentum um, from your newfound community. Maybe you even find found the community yourself as a host, but you'll then can car carry that momentum going forward. Now, special note. For all of you with the XP Realty, hopefully you're thinking about the fact this would be a great way for you to meet agents for the sake of sponsoring them. Yes, it would. But I want to be very, um, I think, clear with everyone. The, these events are not about selling anything. We're not. There's no coaching for sale. There's not going to be anything. These are formal meetups where magic happens. Everyone loves to go to live events. Um, you know, live events are great, but they're not really great for the content. <laughs> Frankly, most of the times, the stuff that's being presented from stage, you maybe have heard of someplace before, not that interesting. The live events have the power because of what happens between the actual sit down and listen and take notes sessions, right? It happens in the hallways. It happens when standing, waiting for coffee. That's where you truly learn. So our mindset with regards to these meetups is let's just skip the formality part and let's just get to the real reason why people go to events, which is the informal meetups, making connections. There are so many agents that go to events specifically for the fact that they want to meet other agents and exchange referrals. That's a, you know, essentially a honed process, especially in the upper end. Mm -hmm. Again, carry this forward like a Federico, yes. right? Mm -hmm. He, Salvatore. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's doing an event, our, our, our local uh, Italian, right? Yes. In uh, Beverly Hills. Uh huh. Perfect. Now, now, exactly. Perfect for him. I'm Absolutely. A, He'll do a killer job, I'm sure. Total home run. So think outside of the box, carry the mindset with you that this is going to be the start of what's going to be a long term bull run for your business and personal life. Decades moving forward are going to be based on the actions you take in 2024. So, Julie, what is the uh, focus of today's? show. Yes. Well, today's show, and thank you for sharing all of that with them because I too am very excited for those events and we'll be reporting on that throughout the year, I'm sure. I'm, so, I'm sorry I don't have a fancy link to send you guys to. All I can say is scroll down and click the link below. Um, and uh, yeah, that will be all it takes. We're probably also going to send an emails out and do some more announcing. Sure. The first event is January the 18th. Mm -hmm. They're going to be happening in, like I said, at least 50 different cities at the same day. So that's going to be amazing. Awesome. I love it. Okay. So... Today, we're talking about a five-day new construction challenge. Why new construction? Well, if you recall yesterday's podcast, the number one thing for you to watch in 2024 is what's happening with your local inventory. If you don't have homes to sell, it's hard to transact. And the number two thing is what are the builders doing to help you with that inventory? And I know a lot of you guys are suffering maybe from an experience deficit regarding new construction. So we're going to throw you in the deep end. We're going to do a deep dive five-day new construction challenge so that you won't feel that way anymore. So when they listen to this podcast, they're going to walk away knowing exactly what they need to do the next exactly five days to, to establish themselves with their local builder up so they can actually start making money from new construction. That's right. And this plan is also expandable. We're going to start with a bite-sized piece. Everybody can commit to five days. All right. So did you know that new construction makes up more than 30% of what's available in today's real estate market? Well, now you do. There are still more buyers than homes to sell, especially if you're relying only on your MLS. We know this because the ratio of offers to sales is still three to one in most areas. That means there's three offers to every one sale. Now, the National Association of Realtors has recently reported, quote, 
Newly built single-family single properties comprised a record share of homes on the market, making up nearly one-third of housing inventory nationwide, according to new research from Redfin. New home sales typically make up only about 10% of the market. I read recently that uh, Boise, Idaho has, I think it's like 51% of their market is new construction. It's crazy. Uh, NAR predicts that new home sales will rise an additional almost 14% in 2024 as builders ramp up even more construction and offer more incentives to attract buyers. All right, we're going to test the real estate wonk. That's you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Warning. All right, so last year there were a total of how many new construction residential homes, or do you only remember the big number? It concluding? was about 700,000, 700 something. 700,000 new construction homes. Yes. Now you're saying that this year, according to NAR and the Builders Association, they're expecting there to be an increase of... 14%, 14% on yeah. top of 700,000. Yes. That's right. And depending on, you know, where you're getting your data, there's mixtures of things. I think, you know, sometimes they report that a million and a half new construction closed last year. That's because they're including uh, multifamily, you know, anything from quads on up to like apartment buildings. But in terms of single family homes, it was around 700 something thousand with an increase. And, and that was accounting for about 30% of residential real estate sales. And we're going to add another 14% to that. So in other words, not knowing, not being really good, really versed with new construction means that you're turning your back potentially on all of that business. And so a lot of agents don't know where to start with this. But the big takeaway from my perspective as well is we're expecting, and it's funny, you and I made this predictions and like a week later, Lawrence Young said the same thing. I mean, I'm not saying Lawrence got his predictions from us, you know, from the National Association of Realtors, <laughs> no, but it was not. kind of funny. So Julie and I were predicting there's going to be an additional 1 million home sales in 2024, and that's going to be resale home sales, not including new construction. Yes. So it's very possible. So last year was what, 3.7 million? And it finally ended or uh, 3.9, somewhere in there, 3.89. Okay. So, so we should get to just under 5 million. Which is incredible. Which is incredible. It's still... Fewer than on average, you know, and quote average year, which of course we haven't had in quite some time is uh, five and a half. The really hot COVID market was six and a half million. So at least we're going the right direction. And that's a million more sales. How many more do you need? Well, but but think about that just from purely Mm -hmm. from like a, now obviously all markets are not the same, but you're going to feel that in your lives. You're going to feel what we just expressed to you. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. That's going into the fact that we think this is going to be an incredible year, 2024. Your buyers are going to be able to buy homes. If those buyers have houses to sell, you're going to take more listings. Interest rates are definitely going to drop. There is no recession on the horizon. Stock market is going up. All the, you know, essentially that we had a lot of yellow and red lights last year. Yes. They're all green now. Mm-hmm. And the fast lane is open. And the toll road is not charging fees. You can just blaze right through. You can go really quick. You got to make sure that you're shedding the extra weight from the past year and looking for the reason why you know the sky might be falling. Don't think like that. Use facts and then carry a ton of motivation into your every day, especially in 2024. And then you're going to find the market's going to actually be exactly what we said for you. Whereas other agents are still thinking it's doom and gloom and they're not going to have the same mindset. Very well put. And I like what you said about it's not just getting your buyer into the new construction. They're in many cases going to come with a listing to sell. And so by you becoming better at this segment of inventory, the new construction, you also are going to make an impact bringing other resale inventory to the market. That is really the missing element to fuel a new real estate boom is more inventory, which brings us full circle back to your five-day plan to deep dive into new home inventory in your market. Action step number one, and again, all of these steps, every single one of you, 100% listening 
can do all these action steps. I suppose if you live in the middle of farmland, maybe not for you, but you can still drive and find it. Okay. So action step number one, identify and map new construction neighborhoods in the areas where you sell real estate or where you wish to sell real estate. You can use Google Maps and create a route using your navigation or Maps app so that you can visit at least five developments per day for five days straight. If you're lucky enough to have 25 in your marketplace, you are truly blessed. And many of you do, if you think about it. Some of you have that much in one zip code. And to Julie's point earlier, don't be thinking that you can't look outside of your normal geographic service area because you're going to find that new construction, which is maybe only five miles outside of the normal MLS area that you limit yourself to, is going to offer more for less price than those buyers that you you have not been showing that stuff that's slightly outside of the normal area in which you look, they're going to want to buy that type of home because it's going to offer more bang for the buck. You know, converted farmland, things like that. So you're going to have to actually do make, make some effort, effort here. Look for new construction in your entire MLS area. Yes, you guys in LA, yes. you're talking about a massive area. So, you know, Adjust Adjust accordingly. Exactly. But, you know, you might have to drive across town. You might have to go to the county next to you. You might have, you might actually get excited by knowing about that inventory. Okay. So your goal is to visit five developments per day for five days. Or in some cases, like maybe you live in Miami, it's going to be five buildings in five days. If you don't have that many, adjust accordingly or expand geographically, as we mentioned. If you have far more than that, make this into a 10-day plan so you can become fluent in new construction in your market. Tour the model homes in person, get to know the product, the price range, and all the details for each neighborhood. Let the new build reps educate you and you create a relationship. Ask to get on their email list for inventory updates. And we're going to talk more about how to work with the new build reps. Okay, so action step number one is all about awareness. Find it and go visit. Action step number two, as you're doing that, part two is to actually prioritize which neighborhoods you see first on your visits based on what your actual active buyers are looking for. Who are you already working with who could be a match for these developments? Set up those visits and meet your buyers there so you can get them registered and perhaps even write a contract on that visit. Now, maybe they were only looking in one little MLS code and they, why do they like that? Well, they just like the sidewalks in the park. Well, what if you found them new construction for the same or similar price? It's a brand new house in a neighborhood that has, you know, similar uh, attributes. And most important, when you're going there, don't do the new build rep's job. You, when you're walking in their new yeah. build construction with the buyers, do not act like you're there. Don't do their job. That the, A lot of agents, even experienced agents, make that mistake. Your job is to shut up and let the new construction uh, rep do their job. And they're going to appreciate the fact that you're doing that. And by doing that, that's the foundation of a potential long-term relationship. And do you think they might have potential leads for you? That new build rep, when someone walks in that has a house to sell, and they're not, generally speaking, they're not taking listings, they're sometimes not even licensed, are they going to, uh, what are they doing with that listing referral? They're referring it to potentially you if you've been bringing buyers through on a regular basis. uh, Builders and new build reps will reward you with you simply showing up with buyers in an attempt to introduce your buyers to that build rep, they're going to start reciprocating. They're going to start sending you leads, you know, things like that. All sorts of things happen when you're in a service to others, as I said at the top of today's show. In this case, and I think, you know, a little bit obscure, but in this case, it's going to be helping the new construction build rep. Well, that that's very well put. I'm glad that you brought that up because I think the tendency for agents, especially when they get a new little bit of knowledge, is to, to like play the role of the new build rep by registering your client, you're going to get paid. Okay. So you don't have to worry about that. 
And you can actually learn a ton about new construction by you too listening to what that new build rep is presenting to you about what makes their product unique. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in new construction now, well, so pay attention. Maybe even learn some <gasps> sales skills because some of the new build reps are going to be really good. Yeah. And just an aside, don't play home inspector. When you're walking through a home with buyers, don't think your job is to be the know-it-all uncle who's going to tell them about everything that you – your job is to open the door and get out of the way and mm-hmm. let them see the house and answer questions. Now, obviously, if you're talking about a big, you know, grand estate home, in that case, the listing agent will probably be there to, you know, tour to essentially preview the house with you. Don't try to dominate that agent. Let the agent do their job presenting the house, and you just stand back and you listen and you, you know, you all those types of things. You ask some questions and interact, certainly, but – don't try and do the other person's job for them. It gets awkward. Your client's not going to like that, and the other person's not going to like it. And last little off Julie's script uh, suggestion for all of you who are going to be inundated with buyers in a matter of weeks. Do not offer your opinion about what you do or don't like about any house. <laughs> that is a classic agent mistake. Yes where you are not only a know-it-all about new construction, you're a know-it-all about home inspections, now you're a know-it-all about decorating. Keep your yap shut and let the buyers make their own decisions. And and you could walk into a house and you could hate it. It could be like a, you know, some sort of crazy split level with the ugliest everything. It's just repulsive to you. Yeah, and (laughs) you say something, but that was the house the buyers actually were going to like because they grew up in a split level and that, you know, repulsive to you wallpaper was the exact wallpaper their mom had in their, in their family room kind of thing. Yeah. You don't know, so keep your mouth shut. And the old saying is, if they like it, you love it. And if they don't like it, you still like it. You never have a bad thing to say. Well, you're not buying the house. It's right. their house. And sometimes what the buyers will do is they'll actually test you out. They'll say negative things to see if you jump on board. Yeah. Now, we're not saying don't offer information about the house or the market. Or answer their questions when they have it. Exactly. But the best way to do that is just give them the information. They want to know about the crime rate, show them their crime rate reports. They want to know about the schools, show them the school reports. If they want to know about this, that, and the other, show them the information. But be careful that you don't talk your talk the buyer uh, out of the sale. You don't walk into a house and go, oh, you know, gosh, this kitchen really needs to be out, updated. You know, maybe they really love what that is. Or maybe they actually wanted a rehab and they're, they're fine with that. So don't make those assumptions, right? And don't make the assumption that you know what's going to trigger the buyer in a good or a bad way. Because oftentimes, again, the key is the big takeaway from this little sub-coaching plot that we're <laughs> sharing out sharing with you guys now. I told you we can't stop ourselves from coaching even if we try to. <laughs> is to keep your mouth shut. Yes. That is what your takeaway should be. And listen to what the buyers are saying. Listen to what they're saying as there's two of them or more. Listen to what they're saying back and forth to each other. If you see them doing things like starting to place furniture or move walls, even if you thought the house was repugnant, that's probably the house they're going to buy. Right? Yeah, they don't talk about stuff like that if they're not interested. Okay, action step number three, reeling us back into the new construction plan. You'll need to stay organized as you learn all of these new construction neighborhoods and models and, you know, build wraps and everything. So you're going to start a Google Doc. You can do that for free. It's easy to do. Or a a sheet to create your own new construction MLS, essentially. Here's what you'll track. The short list. You can make it, you can expand from this, but here's what you're going to track. The name of the builder or developer, the name of the neighborhood, the price range, registration requirements. So it might say you have to log in online and fill out a form. It might be fill out a card when you bring a, a customer. That's so you can be paid. Commission structure for realtors. What do they typically pay and are there any bonuses? There's lots of bonuses flying around these days. Uh, builder, fi- <clears throat> excuse me, builder financing, yes or no? Are there any special financing programs, special offers, 
sales agent contact information, other developments coming soon. So for example, well, so one of the things that we teach them in premier coaching is when they're working, when they're following this advice is have like a mobile, um, what, you know, essentially where you put files, like a, you know, like an accordion file, accordion file or a box where you're going to collect the new build reps brochures. And then you're going to put them in the back of your car in this, you know, essentially this organized way. So when you're meeting with buyers, maybe for the first time, you're going to be able to show them the different types of new construction products that are out there. But I'll tell you, as Julia was going down that list where my mind went, uh, obviously a lot of these builders have very nice online marketing for their products. Mm -hmm. Why don't you uh, market that their information, market their product to your social media, on your social media channels. That's coming up. Why don't you, is it? Yes. Do you really? Oh, am I stepping on your voice? It's okay. It's okay. totally fine. I'll, I'll stop talking. I can let you roll. I'm just reading your mind. You are. It's all right. Because <laughs> I haven't read well, these notes. It's, it's okay. So, so for example, to your point, whether you are doing this in a Google Doc or you're doing it old school in hanging files, the point is to be organized. It's not enough to just go visit them and have a nice conversation. You're supposed to actually know something about the product so you can, you know, sell more houses. Okay, so for example, your doc or your files, you should be able to tell something like, you know, it might say three brothers builders, Highland Lakes of Austin. That's the name of where the, the neighborhood. Starting at eight hundred thousand, you have to register in person. Standard commission, thousand dollar commission bonus for spec homes if you sell it in January, for example. Bob Smith is your contact. Bob's phone number. Three new neighborhoods starting in twenty twenty four in zip code one two three four five. These are the types of things that you should know about each development. Now, you can add information on schools, homeowners associations, amenities, and other important facts, but your point is to be organized. Again, you're doing this for at least five developments, five business days in a row. At the end of that period, you should know about at least 25 new construction neighborhoods. Adjust accordingly, depending on what you find. There may be a lot more, so modify your plan. For some of you, it could take a month to get to know everything that's going on in your market. Okay, action step number four. Tim, you did a good prequel to that, which is use this knowledge to generate more sales. Let everyone, so here's just a handful of ideas and you can expand on this with the social media part, but let's start with, let everyone know in your database, that's your past clients and your centers of influence, let them know that you have a complete guide to all new construction in your town. Ask if they'd like to tour model homes that meet their criteria and proceed with your buyer and seller pre-qualification scripts from there. Do they also have a home to sell before they build? Set appointments to meet with your potential new construction clients. Even if they're just new construction curious, that's another excuse for you to get out and meet those sales build reps and learn more about the products, okay? And you probably will sell some homes on accident. Okay, next, host a, host a Facebook Live session about new construction in your area now that you know about it. Consider doing this weekly or bi-weekly and highlight a different neighborhood each time. Become the new construction go-to person in your area. Next, you can record short videos about each development. You can post those on YouTube and your social media to lead generate. Be sure to follow up immediately and set appointments, even if, again, they're just new construction curious and maybe they haven't thought about it. So they can do Monitor in- the comments so you don't miss anyone. They can do Instagram lives. They mm-hmm. can do Facebook lives, um, you know, and those are recorded so you can use them again. But to what Julie's saying, the point is, I love the idea that there's agents out there that have at least, you know, 
let's say 25 different, maybe if you only had 10, this would still work, mm-hmm. new construction options. If you guys carve out the niche that you're the new construction expert, I promise you that's going to be one of the smartest business moves you've ever made because so few other agents will actually think like this. They're not going to be thinking this big. And think of all the future transactions. You sell a house to Bob and Sally this year. In five years, they put the house back for sale. And now you have more and more transactions. If yes. you want to build massive momentum in your business, Working and focusing on new construction, if you're blessed to have enough of it in your marketplace, is an absolute home run idea. It is a killer idea. And the exciting thing about 2024 is that all of the fuel, or at least a lot of the fuel for the uh, new housing boom that I think we're on the edge of, is really behind new construction. You know, the builders are doing their part and that they literally cannot build fast enough to make up for our lack of inventory. So be the one who knows about all that. And you know what? I always used to think, because we obviously loved to sell new construction as well. I was always very grateful that there's a product that, you know, from a real estate agent standpoint, from the, even from the buyer stand, buyer's agent standpoint, you're going to have somebody in contract and you're not going to have an inspection nightmare, right? That's huge. You're going to have a new build, new relationship where you can know about multiple homes for sale just from that one relationship. That's good. The builder's paying for all of the marketing and advertising for their development, you know about it, so you can generate the leads. There's so many blessings to this. It's crazy. And they can oftentimes, they'll oftentimes pay above market, uh, you know, buyer agent co-ops. So, you know, keep all this in and, mind. And they'll shower perks on your buyers a lot of times, right? We have to remind ourselves, Julie, that so many of these agents have never worked with new construction. Uh, if And here's basically really what you should be taking away from all this. If you walk into new construction and you register those buyers on their little card, uh, take a picture of it. Sometimes it's on a website, doesn't matter. Take a picture showing you've registered them with those, uh, you know, on your phone, right? And that if those buyers buy a house from that builder at any time, they're attached to you. So that means we had this happen. Everyone who's been in real estate for any amount of time with new construction had this happen. You will have a commission check, show up at your office. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, that you didn't even have anything to do with other than filling out the registration card because the build rep protected you. So the buyer walked in um, on a Sunday. And sometimes when you have a relationship with the build rep, by the way, you don't actually have to be there for the first meeting and register those buyers. The buyers walk in, say, I'm working with Tim and Julie. The new build rep knows Tim and Julie. They're going to register that buyer to you. And when that buyer goes in contract and buys something, say it closes four months from now, a commission check just shows up at the office. You don't have to participate in the sale. And most new yeah. builders, especially the build reps, don't want you participating in the sale because you're just another fly in the ointment. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of twists on this. So I bring up um, one of our coaching clients, Jennifer Turner, who lives in Texas. Okay. Jennifer, even though my, her name might not sound like it, is very fluent in Spanish. Okay. So she has a relationship worked out with one of these new build reps who is in a very Hispanic community who has often people come in that are not comfortable going in contract in an English-only contract, right? Because that's what their forms are. They loop Jennifer in, and they I can't remember what her exact deal is, but she gets part of that commission just for sitting there, explaining in Spanish, making everybody feel comfortable, a- answering questions, translating. That's a fantastic manifestation of this type of plan, what she's done with that. And that, that's just the Jennifer plan. There's many different directions you can go. And by the way, we talk about this extensively in Premier Coaching. And yes, you can join Premier Coaching for free. 
uh, 30 days free access, including a daily semi-private coaching call. Just scroll down below and click the link below to join Premier Coaching or simply go to premiercoaching.com. Every single one of you should be doing that. What a fantastic way for you to lock in potential success for 2024, become a Premier Coaching member and join the thousands of others that are part of the movement that's going to absolutely positively make 2024 their best year ever, followed by many best years ever Mm -hmm. after that. For sure. Okay, last little part of number four, action step number four, find out if there's any open house opportunities at any of the model homes. Schedule those regularly to supplement your other lead generation. You do not have to become an employee of the builder to do this. You can just supplement when they have off hours for open houses. In other words, do the open houses for the build reps because they don't necessarily want to work every you know night and weekend. That's right. And a lot of builders, especially when it is like a brand new community and they've only got one street in and a few models, they don't actually have any new build reps hired for that yet. That we, could be you. We have known many agents who would go exact scenario you just said, where mm-hmm. there'll only be open sort of on Saturday. And if you're lucky, if they're actually yep, in the build rep, right. right? And what they would do is the agents would camp out in front of the new construction with the builders and the build reps permission, because the builders and the build reps, they want you to help them sell houses. So they would camp out in front of the new construction when it was closed, new construction office when it was closed. And they would then meet with the prospective buyers. Again, they had their you know home brochures from that new build rep in their trunk. Yep. So they're ready to Product act knowledge. as a new build rep. And then they would get that buyer's information and they register that buyer with that builder. You guys get it? So there's so many different ways you can make money helping people with new construction. Well, the thought is go where the action is. And a lot of that is in new construction. Okay. Action step number five, systematize your new construction lead generation spoke. Don't just set it and forget it. Don't just do the visits and then say, oh, that was a nice house. You're supposed to be making money from this by helping people find the right homes. So you're going to put each new build sales rep on a regular call schedule so you'll always be in the know about spec homes. Or even better, bring by a buyer on a regular basis Absolutely. so they see you're actually actively trying to sell their inventory. That's right. Even if it's just kind of a 50% match, you never know. What happens all the time, buyers are kind of lukewarm on the thought of new construction because they've never actually been to any. Then they walk in, they look around. Of course, the new build homes are all decked out. You know, They smell good. They look good. They're decorated. They have all of the perks. And they know that they don't have any do uh, any rehab, and then all of a sudden they're sold. So uh, you can take somebody who's lukewarm and turn them into a sale pretty quick. To build on what Julie just said, even if the house is actually not what they said they are looking for, if you have buyers that are looking the overall area, geographic area where there's new construction, Julie, do not show me anything that's less than an acre. I want a sprawling ranch. It's got to have <laughs> five thousand square feet. Okay, I get it. I hundred understand. That's what we're going to focus on. But listen, we're driving past Oakhurst subdivision. Let's pop in there and let me show you uh, what they have to offer. At the very least, you can get some decorating ideas. All right, and they end up buying a house on a third acre lot or less that's twenty five hundred square feet. That's two story risk. Before they, you know, that's because new construction is very seductive. The idea of being able to move in and do no work and have warranties on everything, oftentimes, especially in times like this, will make it so new construction truly does have an unfair advantage in the it marketplace. Does. It kind of sells itself, if it we're does. Being honest. You know, it's pretty easy. Okay. So next, you're going to put, uh, you're going to be talking to them, popping by, building the relationship. Ask those same new build reps what happens when they have a resale listing lead and nurture those referral relationships. This is something that coaches teach in Premier as well. So again, you mentioned this earlier in the pod, most of those new build, many of them are not licensed, so they couldn't take resale even if they wanted to. And the rest of them are employees of the builder and don't take resale. What happens to those leads? Well, 
that should be a referral to you, but and, you have to ask. And remember, they are referring those leads out to your competitors presently. And the way those competitors got those relationships in the first place was they probably uh, went out of the way to show the new build reps yeah. models, let alone maybe sending buyers that were viable over to that new build rep. New build reps will feed those of you who send them you know, actually viable buyers that go into contract on their new construction. That's the way it works. One of the biggest agents when Julie and I sold real estate uh, and this was her big dark secret and we found out about it, who would have a crap ton of resale listings, was getting them all from this one new build rep at, at MI Homes. Her name was Emily Abair. And Emily would send all of her resale listing leads over to this one agent. The, that one agent earned the right to get those referrals because she was always bringing her buyers yep. uh, through the new construction and then they were buying new construction. You guys get it? Earn the relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it, you know, the cool thing about this is, have we mentioned any expenditure on the agent side whatsoever? Do we no, ever? We Do no. we ever? Nope. No. We're, we're anti-buying leads in That's any right. capacity. And, you, you know, yes, exactly. Okay. So next in your plan, set up Google Alerts using each builder name and development name so you can stay updated on everything that's going on there. Okay, you're going to find out which builders or developers are looking for land. Where are they looking? What is their ideal situation? Bring them land opportunities and create transactions that way. That's especially true with the small, medium-sized builders. You're going to come across builders that are building one or two specs, that type of thing. It could be even be infill lots if you're in an urban area. But those are the guys that are always looking for lots. They're obviously looking for buyers, and they're looking for buyers to build spec homes, but they're always looking for viable lots. Have your eyes open. Know what they're looking for. Get to know them. Understand the areas that they prefer to work in and the price points. Most builders across the country are going to be wanting to work in the upper end price ranges because, frankly, they cannot make margins competing with a large builder. So if you're in a marketplace where like a small, medium-sized mom-and-pop type builder and they're competing against a, a Toll Brothers or something like that, Toll can build for so much less. These small and medium guys, what they're doing is they're going up market above Toll Brothers and you know, know all this, know your own market stats, but that's actually the nature of what's happening in the market right now. Very well put. Okay, so some builders may have unsold inventory or spec homes that you can list. Others might have a whole new development that you can represent. Ask questions, ask for the business, and develop this lead generation spoke. Now, there's a whole rat lot wrapped up in that sentence. Let's give an that's example. What, well, and this is largely what we do in Premier Coaching because it's hard to really drill down on a podcast. But go ahead. Let's tell them a story. <laughs> sure. All right. So Julie and I are sitting in our office. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is when we were selling in the New Albany Country Club area. And we were living um, – our office was above our garage. We had physical office – um, that we where we keep support staff, but Julie and I would work uh, because we could frankly get more done. So we, Julie gets a call, uh, and it was somebody who basically called up and asked her if she wants dirt. I know. I almost deleted that voicemail. All right. So he yeah. called up. He left a message. He said, this is so-and-so who she didn't know. And I was wanting to know if you want dirt. Right. And so Julie then says to me, Tim, you're not going to believe this, but I had someone just leave a voicemail for me saying, asking if I want dirt. And I thought to myself, want dirt? That must be a builder. So I called him, mm -hmm. and then I find out who it is. His name's Matt Truco. Yep. And then Matt had, down the street, basically, from us in our same neighborhood almost, yep. um, he had a uh, two spec homes that he was building. Mm -hmm. Both of these spec homes were not listed in the MLS. Nope. And both of these spec homes were, um, the lots were, he purchased the lots from the local real estate company who also represented the developer and, the, and a lot of the other builders. Yep. So they absolutely had an advantage over us. He had an existing relationship with this other agent. 
He had an existing relationship with these, the, the whole thing. So we then start talking with him. And yes, he had dirt because he just dug a hole. We had another builder in the area that we were working with. We, and the other builder happened to want the dirt. So we did you know, Matt a great favor, I guess. And we did the other builder a great favor. But then we get starting to uh, talk with Matt. And we asked him how he goes about choosing his listing agents on his spec homes and the whole, the whole, you know, whole Palooza. Right. And he said, I list my homes with whoever the last agent is that brings me a buyer. Oh, okay. So if I bring you a buyer and these houses were over a million dollars. So if I bring you a buyer for this house, you're going to then list that house with me or you're going to list your next house with me. And that's what happened. Julie and I sold his first spec home. It wasn't even listed. We sold it to one of our buyers. And then he listed that other spec home with us. We got them both sold. Then what happened? He listed another house with us clear across town. Um, and then he listed a condo development, which was not even in the same price range. It was much less. Not than, even in the same county. <laughs> it was a ways away, yeah. honestly. Yeah. 73 condos he listed with us. It's all from, you want some dirt. Isn't that amazing? And there's, there's I mean, we have many coaching clients with many similar stories it's all about actually talking to people and asking for the business. Your goal is not to funnel people up. Your goal is not to drip on people. Your no. goal is not to put them in some big elaborate lead follow-up system. Or spend all of your money buying on speculative leads. Right. I mean, if you're finding yourself struggling in your business right now, it's because you're not talking to enough people. So stop funneling them. Stop dripping on them. Stop pick, being passive, basically. St- stop picking or st- pick up the phone have a meaningful conversation using our pre-qualifying scripts, which are very conversational. It'll feel totally organic and natural for you to use our pre-qualifying script. Just figure out which ones of those buyers are actually also sellers. Find out what their time frames are. Find out all those things. Follow our scripts. Plug them into a system. The best agents we've ever coached are the agents with the fewest number of leads. Don't be lulled into complacency and believing that you win the game with the most leads. That is absolutely not true. You win the game with the most pre-qualified, motivated leads. But if you essentially have a big database that you're funneling, hoping that people are going to wave their hand when it's time for them to actually transact, and you're just waiting around for that lead to pop in, and you're watching their behavior, oh, look at this one. They opened five of my emails and watched three of my videos. Did you call them? <laughs> Did you actually pick up the damn phone and find out what they're actually what's going on? Yeah, because they're driving over to that new build home right now. Exactly. And again, move away from your reliance on digital. It's going to make you broke. I know you're listening to us right now, and it's a podcast and it's digital. Okay, so I get the you know the conflict of information I just gave you. But when it comes to direct selling, when it comes to working with customers, especially this year and going forward. Where everyone else moves to the automated, everyone else moves to AI, everyone else moves to funneling, all the other things. The way you're going to have an unfair advantage in the marketplace is you're the person that focuses on personal direct conversations. You're going to say, Tim, that's not scalable. I can only have so many conversations per day. I can only sell so many houses per day. Yeah, but it's a hell of a lot more than you think. An individual practitioner can sell easily five, six, ten houses per month, especially if you're listings based, and then you have one or two uh, transaction coordinators that are working for you. We have coached agents. I'm thinking of um, Chuck Williamson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. He earns well, I'm not going to say, he earns well over seven figures per year, him and two assistants doing it just like we just said. 
expand your mind to focusing on being of service to other people like we started today's show and also thinking about the fact that you're in this business to make a profit. The way you make a profit is by earning the right to work with someone because of the effort that you put forth. It makes all the difference. Let everyone else be lulled into complacency. Let all your competitors think that the latest, greatest funnels are going to be winning, win the day for you. You focus on picking up the phone, having meaningful impact, having conversations. Go to the new build rep. Have meaningful conversations. Actually make human contact with people, which leads me back to how we started today's show. I know you're going to ask me to say something. Mm -hmm. That's the reason that we're wanting you guys to engage in these meetups. So go scroll down, click the link. Please consider hosting a local event if it's already established. If it's not, propose a local event. We've already told these organizers for us to approve everyone who asks for a local event. I don't care if you're in Murphy, North Carolina. Or if you're in Circleville, Ohio, or if you're in, you know, someplace in Montana that I've met, Red Lodge, Montana, it doesn't matter. You want to do a local event there, propose it, set it up. Let's see what happens. We'll support you as much as we can. Make this year your best year ever in real estate. How about in your entire life? How about your personal life? Make it so this is the start. This is not just one year, the next year is going to suck. Make this so this is the this is the staging ground for an ever-increasing ladder up as you, uh, frankly, become more the highest and truest purpose, uh, the high and true, highest and truest incarnation of yourself as not just a real estate practitioner, but also as a human on this planet. Mm-hmm. Be excited about this, guys. This is the start of your best year ever. Stay locked into that emotion. That's right. So don't delay. We gave you a whole lot of action steps none of which are going to cost you any money. You can start immediately at the end of this podcast. You can reach out for help. You can join Premier Coaching. Don't go 2024 alone. We are here to support you in so many different ways. That's right. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. Hello. Thank you for having watched this video. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's right. And don't forget to hit that like button. Leave your comments and questions below and we will get right back with you. Thank you for watching this video. Remember to watch the next one. You're going to love that one. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.